0: Welcome to the Daily Dietitian Podcast. I am your host, Stacey Mitchell. I am so happy to have you here. My goal for this podcast is to break down the latest health topics and help clear the clutter in the messy world of nutrition and fitness. We hope to inspire, educate, and entertain all things wellness. Join us as we talk with experts in their fields on how to feel our best in our own body and mind. Hey there. Thank you for joining us this week. It is so great to be back. And this week's episode is a variety of some of the best tips from our experts. And I always love going back and listening to those little tidbits because they're great reminders. So with the holiday season upon us and New Year's right around the corner, Um, I wanted these tips to be great reminders for you. I hope they inspire you and stick with you through this holiday season. Join us for this conversation.
1: Yes, um, thank you so much for having me. I am Christy Maloney. I am a registered dietitian and certified certified eating disorder specialist um, located in Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, I have a private practice called Enhanced Nutrition Associates, where it's myself and a team of dietitians, and we see all kinds of things, people with eating disorders, disordered eating, people needing medical nutrition therapy, and then also, you know, kind of sprinkled in that is the body image piece of things. Um, so that's kind of the short of it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, when we talk about, you know, um, neuroplasticity, and we're talking about rewiring your brain, the thing that changes those thoughts, right, is repetition. So to your point, you know, day one of trying to be at least body neutral, you're probably going to feel like you failed. And that is because your your brain is so used to thinking this one way. But the more you can give yourself that message over time, the more those are going to become your automatic thoughts versus the negative thoughts. And, you know, I kind of describe it to clients as if you're driving down the road, right, and you're, the road is your neural pathways that say, My body sucks. I hate it. I can't feel comfortable in it. And you kind of veer to the right and you go off-roading a little bit toward body neutral, it's going to feel puppy And it's going to feel a little scary. And it's going to feel like I should just like go back to the main road because that's safe and well-worn. But then you keep going. And and just with that recognition, you know, I use that image a lot um, to kind of say, well, you're going off-roading now, right? And we're going to be okay. Um, Big ones are on body image. So, you know, the conversation that we've just been having today, a lot of times when I post things about body image in terms of you know, working toward body neutrality and that kind of thing, that really resonates with people because I think that even if somebody doesn't struggle with very intense disordered eating and eating disorders, I think the body image is kind of a blanket thing that most people can relate to.
2: For sure. Thanks so much for having me. So my name is Krista Beck. I'm a registered dietitian and certified intuitive eating counselor. And I am from a small town in Northern Manitoba, Canada. So about a year ago, I started my business dietitian Krista, and it's a completely virtual business where I work with people one-to-one. And I also offer online courses and the goal in my business has always been really just to put information out there to help people overcome diet culture stop dieting for good and really mend their relationships with both food and their bodies and that's the thing I think a lot of people don't realize a lot of people think that they're the issue and they think that they have no willpower and they can't maintain these diets but oftentimes when people are selling things like macro plans or whatever program it is it's a short-term program and that same thing with studies right a lot of studies that are weight focused the intervention period is so short it's three to six months are the typical intervention periods, and that's when most of the weight loss occurs, the maximum amount of weight loss. And the follow-up for that in those studies usually isn't that long, but those ones that have gone beyond, it's the two- to five-year period where that, you know, after the one-year period, usually the weight gain comes back, sometimes sooner for others, depending on the diet, but it's the longer term where the weight does come back because these behaviors are not sustainable. And, you know, that's not to say that a person can never lose weight right like a person can and, and keep it off if you're engaging in healthy behaviors and your body is supposed to be smaller you probably will lose weight healthily and you probably will keep it off but when you're when you're engaging in these weight focused restrictive behaviors that aren't sustainable the chances are the weight will come back and i think it's just we, we, people need have a hard time accepting this but some people you know, your body's not meant to be smaller. And, and when you keep trying to change it and you keep trying to lose weight, you're really just causing a lot more harm to your body as well. It's, it's not just that. It's not just the fact that the diets are ineffective. There's more to it than that as well. That goes on. People have others taking their diet programs. They're posting their during that's the thing. Yeah. There, there's that 95% failure rate that we see in two thirds or 66% of people usually gain back more weight and like you said, like they're not seeing that long term when when diet industries or people, people have others taking their diet programs, they're posting their during, you know, or they're immediately after results. They're not posting what's happening two years and neither are those people, right? No one wants to show that side. People want to show off what's happening in the moment when they look successful, but when it comes back, they they aren't showing that. Hi, thank
3: you so much for having me. Yes, my name is Megan Maritato. I am a registered dietitian and certified personal trainer. I currently um, am an associate professor um, in dietetics. Um, That's my full-time role, but I also own a private practice um, where I work with um, people who are struggling with disordered eating and um, things like that. I also do a variety of other things with that private practice, including some other contract work too, which I can get into a little bit later. But Um, Yeah, love what I do at Dietitians Rock. So um, any chance I can get to talk about nutrition and um, dietetics, I will take it. (laughs) And, you know, I'm very cautious of how to approach this topic as well. But I feel that this is something that, of course, as we know, diet culture and the media glorifies it. Um, You know, it's maybe that pursuit of thinness or that very specific weight. Maybe it's wanting to be that weight that we were in high school when we didn't have fully developed bodies for everyone it's a little bit different but generally I have clients coming in that have unrealistic weight expectations so this is something that sometimes people do have to go through this grieving process of what they want wanted to be or want to be um, and they kind of have to go through that process of letting go and you know intuitive eating um, is you know definitely gives you time to do that, right? It's a a broader framework that takes a lot of work. And so there, there is, you know, a time of, okay, I need to let go of this. Um, But it is definitely a myth that we can choose our weight. And, you know, I suppose we can choose it if we cause, you know, biological harm to our bodies, right? But we're not talking about that. So um, it's also about learning to accept your genetic blueprint. If we all ate, exactly the same and exercise exactly the same, we would still all look different. So, um, you know, I make it very clear that we don't have to settle for how we are, right? We can make healthy behavior changes, but I think it is generally difficult to accept that, um, you know, your weight expectations are not necessarily really going to be what what you're able to um, accomplish, nor do we want that to be the forefront of our minds and goals. We want to be health centered versus just worried about appearance. Yes. Yeah, so, so like I said, a little bit of everything. Um, but you know, I also think I think it's important to understand that you can be anti diet, but also want to make healthy changes. And, you know, hopefully that's a fair message when it comes to my media as well. But, um, you know, I think that can be People feel like maybe they have to choose one, where it's like, okay, I'm anti diet. That means just I, I can eat whatever I want. And intuitive eating is eating whatever I want all the time, and that's not true. And we know that that's not true. Um, but when we give ourselves permission to eat all foods, we know that I'm really good. we're going to choose a more balanced diet. Right, our plate is going to look more balanced. Um, and so it's important to. Establish that, but also know that it's okay to to not feel good about where you're at and want to make healthy behavior changes. We can always improve on things, right? Whether it's um changing our workout routine or maybe, oh, you know, I don't work out enough and I want to increase that or I want to build some muscle or build up my endurance or just feel better. Um, so there's always things that we can change with nutrition and with physical activity. Um, so it's really about um both and, and having that balance. I am Sarah Anzavar, I'm a registered dietitian,
4: a certified intuitive eating counselor, and I'm a mom of two. And I help other moms ditch diet rules and learn to eat to improve energy, reduce cravings, support long-term health without counting or giving up their favorite food so they can really learn to live their best lives feeling their best.
0: Love your little one-liner here on your Instagram profile. It just says... Um, reduce cravings without counting or obsessing because you don't have time for that. And that is exactly a thousand percent right. (laughs)
4: Exactly. Um, As a fellow mom, I know how much of a mental load other moms have just like managing calendars and kid stuff and clothing and diapers and camps and school schedules and all of that. Plus like the house and maybe a job likely a job right and so the that's actually why I have I'm so passionate about working with other moms you know of course I I see other women who don't have kids but um, I really just like love the mom space because it really helps them like focus be able to like get so much time and energy back in their day and really like be present with their kids more and take away just one thing off the to-do list that you don't have to like worry about and think about all the time. You know, all of these things that people that, you know, everybody, a lot of people experience, not just moms, but you know, women experience people who are on diets. It's a direct result of not eating enough or not eating balance, the right balance of nutrients throughout the day. And so, um, something that literally probably every single person I work with, we work on, okay, can we eat more at breakfast? And how can we get more balance at breakfast and eating regular meals throughout the day and snacks, snacks are great, you know, we going too long between meals. So it's really the message of um, when you are able to eat enough for your body, and that's probably a lot more than diet culture tells us it is. Um, you know, some of these things that feel really out of control, even like stress eating and emotional eating, kind of resolve when we're actually fueling our body with enough energy. So I would say that's definitely a top message. You know, another one that I find myself repeating, it kind of goes along with that is that carbs are energy and we don't need to fear carbs. Carbs are not going to make you fat. Um, and you know, most people can benefit from eating more carbs and, you know, learning how to eat those incorporate carbs are going to support your energy and, and, um, support your body throughout
5: the day. Yes. Thank you, Stacey. I'm so happy to be here. Um, my name is Kelsey Gemmel. I am a dietitian that, um, I own and operate a non-diet gentle nutrition private practice. So, Gentle nutrition is really at the forefront of my philosophy. It's actually one of the key principles of intuitive eating, but I bring that forth with all of my one-to-one clients by balancing everybody's unique like biological needs, what we need to keep our bodies moving and grooving and feeling great, and balancing that with finding joy in food, which I think is one of the biggest things that's missing sometimes When we talk about nutrition, it's finding that joy and fun in food again. And my passion is bringing those two things together. Allows you to find ways to eat nutrient-dense foods that's enjoyable and doesn't feel like a chore. Um, So I love, like, um, teaching clients how to, whenever they're at a restaurant, maybe look for things to add to a meal, have the fries. But also you can have the side salad and have both of them on the same plate and they can exist and both of those serve a purpose for, for our bodies. Um, but I, nutrition by addition is, is kind of the most fun. I do save that till the end though of um, kind of my journey with clients because I think it's important to get through that phase of eating enough and making sure there's a balance of macronutrients at meals first before we you know, get into the, um, you know, addition part of things, you know, working knowledge of nutrition without it being, you know, centered all around weight loss, but how nutrients work in our body and then our internal wisdom. When those two things overlap, I I think that's when the magic happens with gentle nutrition. And, um, a lot of that is mindset and, and like education. And it's not a quick process it's a learning process of how to get to that um, stage of being able to use gentle nutrition in the right way. I would hate for us to jump right into gentle nutrition and start talking about like okay let's start adding vegetables to your to your meal like that sounds super simple of course but it could turn into another you know another diet like how do I create the most perfect balanced plate but with the mindset work of undoing the diet rules and learning how to be flexible, it's more about, um, being realistic with your, with your diet and knowing that you can have some flexibility and creativity and, um, the, the point system and, and the plate and all of those, um, rigid rules kind of go away, but it does take time because everybody has a different level of Um, you know, change needed with their relationship to food and their body image and learning how to undo that little diet voice in their head, which can be really hard. And sometimes it doesn't always go away, but it's okay to talk back to that little diet voice in your head too.
0: Such a fun little look back into the past with our episodes um, these last couple of months. And this year, I have linked the guests in the show notes in order so you have a better idea of who they are, how to connect with them, whether that be on Instagram or reach out to them for a one-on-one or for their program and... It is always so much fun to pick their brain and hear from each one because they have something different to say. So again, thank you so much for listening and we will be back next week. Oh my goodness, you guys. Next week's guest is so exciting. I cannot wait to share it with you. So thank you so much for joining us here on the Daily Dietitian Podcast.